Mapping the Semantic Void. Strange Goings On in GPT Embedding Spaces. By Watkins. Note. As will be explained below, these findings are very likely to be relevant to GPT-3, and possibly its descendants. However, this post focuses almost entirely on GPT-J, as its embeddings are publicly available for the kinds of experiments described here. TLDR. GPT-J token embeddings inhabit a zone in their 4096-dimensional embedding space formed by the intersection of two hyperspherical shells. This is described, and then the remaining expanse of the embedding space is explored, by using simple prompts to elicit definitions for non-token custom embedding vectors, so-called nokens. The embedding space is found to naturally stratify into hyperspherical shells around the mean token embedding, centroid with noken definitions depending on distance from centroid and at various distance ranges, involving a relatively small number of seemingly arbitrary topics, holes, small flat yellowish-white things, people who aren't Jews or members of the British royal family, in a way which suggests a crude, and rather bizarre, ontology. Evidence that this phenomenon extends to GPT-3 embedding space is presented. No explanation for it is provided, instead suggestions are invited. Heading. GPT-J token embeddings. First, let's get familiar with GPT-J tokens and their embedding space. GPT-J uses the same set of 50,257 tokens as GPT-2 and GPT-3. There's an image here, with the caption. A typical selection of GPT-2 or 3 EJ tokens and their indices. Note the mixture of full words, subword chunks, abbreviations, numerical and typographic strings, as well as the presence, absence of leading spaces and upper or lower case combinations. These tokens are embedded in a 4096-dimensional space, so the whole picture is captured in a shape dash, 50257, 4096, tensor. GPT-3 uses a 12,888-dimensional embedding space, so its embedding's tensor has shape. 50257 Each token's embedding vector was randomly initialized in the 4096D space, and over the course of the model's training, the 50257 embedding vectors were incrementally displaced until they arrived at their final positions, as recorded in the embedding's tensor. So where are they? It turns out that, with a few curious outliers, they occupy a fuzzy hyperspherical shell centered at the origin with mean radius of about 2, as we can see from this histogram of their Euclidean norms. There's an image here in the text. As you can see, they lie in a very tight band, even the relatively few outliers lying not that far out. Despite this, the mean embedding or centroid, which we can think of as a kind of center of mass for the cloud of token embedding vectors, does not lie close to the origin as one might expect. Rather, its Euclidean distance from the origin is roughly 1.718, much closer to the surface of the shell than to its center looking at the distribution of the token embeddings distances from the centroid. We see that, again, with a few outliers, barely visible in the histogram, the token embeddings are contained in another fuzzy hyperspherical shell, this one centered at the centroid with mean radius roughly 1. There's an image here in the text. What are we to make of this? It's hard enough to reason about four dimensions, let alone 4096, but the following 3D mock-up might convey some useful spatial intuitions. Here the larger shell is centered at the origin with inner radius 1.95 and outer radius 2.05. The smaller shell, centered at the centroid, has inner radius 0.9 and outer radius 1.1. There's an image here in the text. 
the centroid is seen at a distance of 1.718 from the origin, hence inside the radius roughly 2 shell. The intersection of the two spherical shells defines an approximately toroidal region of space which contains the vast majority of the tokens. Of the 50257, there are about 500 outliers, outside the radius 0.9 to 1.1 ring, with distances from centroid up to 1.3, and 1,000 inliers, inside the ring, close to the centroid, with distances from centroid as small as 0.06, all with Euclidean norms between 1.74 and 2.24, so within, or at least very close to, the larger shell. What do the Euclidean distances between the token embeddings look like? Randomly sampling 10 million pairs of distinct embeddings and calculating their L2 distances, we get this. There's an image here, with the caption. Minimum. 0.043. Maximum. 1.752. Mean. 1.419. 3D spatial thinking stops being useful at this point. Looking at the toroidal cloud above, these minute, mean and max values seem at least plausible but the narrowness of the distribution is not at all. We'd expect to see a much wider distribution of distances. There seems to be a kind of repulsion going on, which the high dimensionality allows for. Also, in 4096D the intersection of hyperspherical shells won't have a toroidal topology, but rather something considerably more exotic. Heading. A puzzling discovery. An earlier post exploring GPTJ spelling abilities reported that first letter information for GPTJ tokens is largely encoded linearly in their embeddings. By training linear probes on the embeddings, 26 alphabetically coded directions were found in embedding space such that first letters of tokens could be ascertained with 98% success simply by finding which of the first letter directions has the greatest cosine similarity, that is the smallest angle, to the embedding vector in question. There's an image here, with the caption. Interpreting these values, we see that all 26 first letter directions are very close to orthogonal to the icon embedding vector. This seems always to be the case, with only two making acute angles with it, it's rarely more than two. The most common scenario is that the first letter direction corresponding to the first letter of the token is tilting very slightly towards the embedding vector. Here it's at an, here's a formula, angle, and the other 25 are tilting very slightly away from it. That post went on to show that subtracting an appropriately scaled vector with this first letter direction from the token embedding can reliably cause GPTJ to respond to prompts so as to claim, for example, that the first letter of icon is not I. In doing this, we're displacing the icon token embedding, moving it some distance along the first letter I direction, so as to make the angle between the embedding and that direction sufficiently negative. Having succeeded in changing GPTJ's first letter prediction, the question arose as to whether this was at the expense of the token semantic integrity. In other words, does GPTJ still understand the meaning of the broccoli token after if it has been displaced along the first letter B direction so that GPTJ now thinks that it begins with an R or an O? It turned out that, yes, in almost all cases, first letter information can be effectively removed by this displacement of the embedding vector, and GPTJ can still define the word in question. The study was restricted to whole word tokens so that it made sense to prompt GPTJ for definitions. Here's a typical example involving the hatred token. A typical definition of hatred is K equals 0. A strong feeling of dislike or hostility. K equals 1. A strong feeling of dislike or hostility toward someone or something. K equals 2. 
a strong feeling of dislike or hostility toward someone or something. K equals 5. A strong feeling of dislike or hostility toward someone or something. K equals 10. A strong feeling of dislike or hostility toward someone or something. K equals 20. A feeling of hatred or hatred of someone or something. K equals 30. A feeling of hatred or hatred of someone or something. K equals 40. A person who is not a member of a particular group. K equals 60. A period of time during which a person or thing is in a state of being. K equals 80. A period of time during which a person is in a state of being in love. K equals 100. A person who is a member of a group of people who are not members of. The variable K controls the scale of the first letter H direction vector which is being subtracted from the hatred token embedding. Here's a formula. Gives the original embedding. Here's a formula. Corresponds to orthogonal projection into the orthogonal complement of the first letter H probe a direction vector, and, here's a formula. Corresponds to reflection across it. There's an image here, with the caption. M represents the original token embedding vector. M underscore perp lies in the orthogonal complement of the probe vector. Looking at a lot of these lists of morphing definitions, this became a familiar pattern. The definition would shift slightly until about, here's a formula, at which point it would often become circular, overspecific or otherwise flawed, and then eventually would lose all resemblance to the original definition, usually ending up with something about a person who isn't a member of a group by k equals 100, having passed through one or more other themes involving things like royal families, places of refuge, small round holes and yellowish-white things, to name a few of the baffling tropes that began to appear regularly. Heading Thematic strata. Further experiments showed that the same semantic decay phenomenon occurs when token embeddings are mutated by pushing them in any randomly sampled direction, so the first letter and wider spelling issues are a separate matter and won't be pursued any further in this post. The key to semantic decay seems to be distance from centroid. Pushing the tokens closer to, or farther away from, the centroid has predictable effects on how GPTJ then defines the displaced token embedding. A useful term was introduced by Hoagie in a post about glitch tokens. A noken is a non-token, that is a point in GPT embedding space not actually occupied by a token embedding. So when displacing actual token embeddings, we generally end up with nokens. When asked to define these nokens, GPTJ reacts with a standard set of themes, which vary according to distance from centroid. Using this simple prompt. There's a code block here in the text. We find that GPTJS definition of the noken at the centroid itself is a person who is not a member of a group. As we move out from centroid, we can randomly sample nokens at any fixed distance and prompt GPTJ for definitions. By radius 0.5, we're seeing variants like a person who is a member of a group, a person who is a member of a group or organization, and a person who is a member of a group of people who are all the same. Approaching radius 1 and the fuzzy hyperspherical shell where almost all of the actual tokens live, definitions of randomly sampled nokens continue to be heavily dominated by the theme of persons being members of groups. The frequency of group non-membership definitions having decayed steadily with distance, but also begin to include, 1. Power and authority. 2. States of being and, 3. The ability to do something. And almost nothing else. Passing through the radius 1 zone and venturing away from the fuzzy hyperspherical cloud of token embeddings, noken definitions begin to include themes of religious groups, elite groups, especially royalty, discrimination, and exclusion, 
transgression, geographical features and holes. Animals start to appear around radius 1.2, plants come in a bit later at 2.4, and between radii roughly 2 and roughly 200 we see the steady build-up and then decline of definitions involving small things, by far the most common adjectival descriptor, followed by round things, sharper pointy things, flat things, large things, hard things, soft things, narrow things, deep things, shallow things, yellow and yellowish-white things, brittle things, elegant things, clumsy things, and sweet things. In the same zone of embedding space we also see definitions involving basic materials such as metal, cloth, stone, wood, and food. Often these themes are combined in definitions, for example, a small round hole or a small flat round yellowish white piece of metal, or to make a hole in something with a sharp instrument. As we proceed further out, beyond about radius 500, Nokan definitions become heavily dominated by definitions along the lines of a person who is a member of a group united by some common characteristic. Note that if you try to do this by sampling Nokans at fixed distances from the origin, you don't find any coherent stratification. The definition of the Nokan at the origin turns out to be the very common a person who is a member of a group, but randomly sampling Nokans a distance of 0.05 from the origin immediately produces the kind of diversity of outputs we see at distance roughly 1.7 from the centroid. Subheading. What's going on here? I honestly have no idea what this means, but a few naive observations are perhaps in order. 1. This looks like some kind of, rather bizarre, emergent primitive ontology, radially stratified from the token embedding centroid. 2. The massively dominant themes of group membership, non-membership and defining characteristics, along with the persistent themes of discrimination and exclusion, inevitably bring to mind set theory. This could arguably extend to definitions involving groups with power or authority over others, subsets and supersets. 3. It seems surprising that the semantic richness seen in randomly sampled Noken definitions peaks not around radius 1, where the actual tokens live, but more like radius 5 to 10. 4. Definitions make very few references to the modern, technological world, with content often seeming more like something from a pre-modern worldview or small child's picture book ontology. A selection of bar charts showing the appearances of various definitional themes is presented in the following section. 100 nokens were randomly sampled at 60 different radii, from, here's a formula, to, here's a formula, in quarter integer power increments, and after a careful inspection of the full set, Definitions were matched to various lists of keywords and phrases compiled and shown in each caption. Changing the prompt, for example to, according to the dictionary, means, or, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, means, changes the output scene, but they seem to, 1, adhere to the same kind of stratification scheme around the centroid, 2, heavily overlap with the ones reported here, and, 3, share their, primitive, quality, close to the centroid we see definitions like, to be, to become, to exist, and, to have. The similarities and differences seen from changing prompts are explored in the appendix. I welcome suggestions as to how this might best be interpreted. Subheading. Stratified distribution of definitional themes in GPTJ embedding space. The first, four, bar charts show the, by far, most frequent themes. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who, keyword of phrases, person, someone. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of a group, keyword of phrases, member. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is not a member of a group, keywords of phrases, not a member, not members. 
there's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of a group of people who are similar in some way, keywords or phrases, who are all the same, who are similar, common characteristic, people who are characterized by, common interest, common trait, common purpose, people who are united, who are interested in, who are in a particular situation, who are in a particular condition, in a particular situation, in a particular relationship with each other, all of the same sex, people who are distinguished, people who are all, clan, tribe, associated with each other, people who are associated, people who are in a particular place, who share a common. The remainder of the bar charts are on a one-quarter vertical scale to those just seen. These collectively include every theme seen more than five times in the 6,000 randomly sampled Noken definition outputs. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of a group of people who are in a position of authority over another group of people, keywords, phrases, in a position of superiority, position of authority over, power over, make decisions about the lives, decisions that affect the lives, able to influence the decisions, subservient. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, to be in a state of, keywords of phrases, in a state of. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, the state of being, keywords of phrases, state of being, condition of being. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, to be able to do something, keywords of phrases, be able to do, in a position to do. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, keywords of phrases, clergy, religious, religion, church, Krishna, God, God, deity, priest, Christian, Jew, Muslim, Islam. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is not a Jew, keywords of phrases, Jew, Judaism. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, keywords of phrases, Mormon, Latter-day. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of a religious order, especially a religious order of the Roman Catholic Church, keywords of phrases, Catholic. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a member of a group that is discriminated against by the majority of the society, keywords of phrases, treated differently, not accepted, not considered to be normal, treated unfairly, discriminated against, minority, majority, superior, inferior, excluded from, oppressed, lower social class, dominant culture, considered to be a threat, not considered to be a part of the mainstream, persecuted, lower caste, low social class. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a member of the British royal family, keywords of phrases, royal, aristocrat, aristocracy, king, queen, king, queen, monarch. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, to make a profit by cheating, keywords of phrases, mistake, error, mess, sin, cheat, deceive, dirty, impure, wrong, thief, thieves, nuisance, fraud, drunk, vulgar, deception, seize, steal, treat with contempt, kill, slaughter, gang, violence, knave, offender of the law. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, flat, and usually circular area of land, usually with a low elevation, surrounded by water, keywords, phrases, land, hill, field, marsh, stream, river, pond, pool, channel, trench, valley. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a place where something is kept or stored, keywords of phrases, a place where there's an image here, with the caption. Typically, to make a hole in something, keywords of phrases, hole, 
cavity, pierce, penetrate, stab, perforate, orifice, opening. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small amount of something, keywords of phrases, small. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a large, heavy, and clumsy person, keywords of phrases, large. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, round, hard, transparent, or opaque body, as a crystal or a mineral, that is found in the interior of a plant or animal, keywords of phrases, round, globular, spherical, circular. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, sharp-pointed instrument used for piercing or cutting, keywords of phrases, pointed, needle, arrow, spear, lance, dagger, nail, spike, screw. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, round, flat, and usually yellowish-white, univalve mollusk of the family mytility, keywords of phrases, flat. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, hard, round, and usually brownish-black seed, found in the heads of the umbilifery, and used as a spice and condiment, keywords of phrases, hard. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a sweet, soft, and pulpy fruit of the apple family, having a thin, crisp, and juicy skin, keywords of phrases, soft. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, shallow, and usually circular lake or pond, usually with a surrounding marsh or wetland, that is fed by a spring or stream, keywords of phrases, shallow. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically a deep, narrow, and steep-sided valley, especially one that is dry and barren, keywords of phrases, deep. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically a long, narrow, pointed instrument used for cutting or scraping, keywords of phrases, narrow. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically a small, hard, dry, and brittle mass of skin, hair, and underlying tissue, usually caused by a skin disease or injury, keywords of phrases, brittle. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a large, heavy, clumsy, and clumsy-looking animal, with a long neck, short legs, and a long tail, which is used for swimming and for propelling itself through the water, keywords of phrases, clumsy. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, slender, and graceful bird of the family troglodytidae, native to the forests of the New World, especially in the tropics, keywords of phrases, elegant, graceful, slender. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, hard, dry, and slightly sweet, white or yellowish, and slightly acid, cheese made from the milk of goats or sheep, keywords or phrases, sweet. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, furry animal with a long tail and a long, slender snout, which is used for catching and eating insects, keywords, phrases, animal, creature, bird, fish, insect, mollusk, horse. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a plant or animal that is not normally harmful to humans or other animals, keywords of phrases, plant, tree, root, seed. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small piece of cloth or other material used to wipe the face or hands, keywords of phrases, cloth, silk, cotton, wool, fabric. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, usually round, piece of metal or other material, keywords of phrases, metal, copper, iron, silver, gold, coin. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a small, sharp, pointed stone, usually of flint, used for cutting or scraping, keywords of phrases, stone, rock. There's an image here, with the caption. 
Typically, a person who is not a lawyer and who is not a judge, keywords of phrases, judge, judge. There's an image here, with the caption. Typically, a person who is a slave to his or her own desires, keywords of phrases, slave. Subheading. Relevance to GPT-3. Unfortunately it's not possible to map the semantic void in GPT-3 without access to its embeddings tensor, and OpenAI are showing no indication that they intend to make this publicly available. However, it is possible to indirectly infer that a similar semantic stratification occurs in GPT-3's embedding space via the curious glitch token phenomenon. Glitch tokens were accidentally discovered earlier this year via some clustering experiments involving GPTJ token embeddings. The same handful of implausible-looking tokens like Solid Gold Magikarp, Random Redditor with No, Peter Todd, and Raw Download Clone Embed Report Print were found to be closest to the centroids of many different K-means clusters, and it eventually became clear that this was due to the nature of 4096D space, because these puzzling tokens were the closest to the overall token centroid. They are among the inliers described above, inside the smaller of the two hyperspherical shells. The tokens, it was discovered, tended to be unspeakable for the models tested, GPTJ, various GPT-3 models and the recently launched ChatGPT, in that simple prompts requesting that the string be repeated failed to produce the appropriate output. There's an image here, with the caption. ChatGPT, struggling to repeat a glitch token, this was before the, the 14th of February, 2023 update which mostly eliminated this problem. There's an image here, with the caption. That prompt output, GPT-3 DaVinci Instruct Beta, here's a formula. Spelling, type outputs are often seen in GPT-3 responses to glitch token repetition requests, one of several modes of evasion observed. Several dozen glitch tokens were discovered, possessing various degrees of unspeakability, or glitchiness, but not all of them were close to the token centroid. However, they did make up the vast majority of the outliers whose distances from centroid varied the most from the mean value of 1.003. Some were further out from the centroid, some were closer in. A consensus emerged that these embeddings had moved very little from their random initializations during training, due to being massively underrepresented in the training data, which would explain why their distances from centroid tend to be out of distribution. Combining the observations. Distances of many of the glitch tokens to the centroid in GPTJ embedding space are known to be out of distribution. These tokens cause glitches in both GPTJ and GPT-3, led to the hypothesis that some of these tokens' distances to the GPT-3 token centroid may also be out of distribution in that context. Testing GPT-3, both DaVinci and DaVinci Instruct Beta models, with the typical definition, prompt on the whole set of glitch tokens led to these familiar-looking outputs. There's a code block here in the text. Many of these are word-for-word what GPTJ has output for random noken definitions at out-of-distribution distances from centroid, so it looks like the details of this peculiar phenomenon are not specific to that model, but rather something more general that emerges from training GPT architectures on the kinds of datasets GPT-3 and GPTJ were trained on. Heading. Appendix. Prompt dependence. The same code mentioned above which. 1. Samples a random point in embedding space at a fixed distance from the centroid. 2. Customizes the embeddings tensor to introduce a noken at that point, then. 3. Prompts GPTJ to define that noken. Was run with two other definition-based prompt templates. There's a code block here in the text. 
50 times at the following distances from centroid, 0.1, 0.25, 0.5, 0.75, 0.9, 1, 1 1.1, 1.5, 2, 5, 10, 20, 50, 100, 500, 1000, 5000, 10,000, to get some sense of how these definitions depend on the exact wording of the prompt. Subheading. According to the dictionary. With this prompt, the key difference was seen closest to centroid. At distance 0.1, rather than the ubiquitous, a person who is not a member of a group, we see only, to be, or, to become, roughly 90%, to be, or, to exist, roughly 5%, and, to be, or, to have, roughly 5%. At distance 0.25, this pattern persists, with the occasional, to be in a state of, or, to be in the position of. At 0.5, a little more variation starts to emerge with definitions like, to be in a position of authority or power, to be in the same place as, and, in the middle of. At 0.75, all of these themes continue, with the addition of, a thing that is used to make something else, and, a thing that is not a thing. At 0.9 some familiar themes from similar strata with the original prompt emerge, to be in a state of being to be able to do something, and, finally, we begin to see, to be a member of a group. Less familiar are, a thing that is a part of something else, and, a space between two words. At 1.0, specifics of group membership appear with, a person who is a member of a group of people who are united by a common interest or cause, and, a person who is a member of a particular group or class. Also seen is, to make a gift of, which occasionally appeared in response to the original prompt. At distance 1.1, apart from the prevalence of, to be, or, to exist, in place of, a person who is a member of a group, the distribution of outputs looks very familiar from the original definition prompt. At 1.5, highly specific definitions seen with the previous prompt appear again, almost word for word, a person who is a member of the clergy, especially a priest or a bishop, to be in a state of stupor or drunkenness a person who is a member of a guild or trade union, a place where one can be alone, to be in a state of confusion, perplexity, or doubt. We also see the first occurrence of small things. At 2, familiar output styles like, a small piece of wood or metal used for striking or hammering, and, to make a sound like a squeak or squeak, start to show up, alongside the already established themes like states of being, places of refuge and small amounts of things. Around 5, the semantic diversity starts to peak with familiar themed outputs like, a piece of cloth or other material used to cover the head of a bed or a person lying on it, a small, sharp, pointed instrument, used for piercing or cutting, to be in a state of confusion, perplexity, or doubt, a place where a person or thing is located, piece of cloth or leather, used as a covering for the head, and worn by women in the East Indies, a person who is a member of a Jewish family, but who? is not a Jew by religion, a piece of string or wire used for tying or fastening, etc. This continues at distance 10, with familiar-looking noken definitions like, a person who is a member of the tribe of Judah, to be in a state of readiness for action, a small, pointed, sharp-edged, or pointed instrument, such as a needle, awl, or pin, used for piercing or boring, a small room or closet, a place of peace and quiet, a sanctuary, a retreat, a small, usually nocturnal. Carnivorous mammal of the family Viveridae, native to Africa and Asia, with a long, slender, pointed snout and a long, bushy tail, to be in charge of, or, to have authority over, to be in a state of readiness to flee, a place where a person is killed, a large, round, flat-topped mountain, usually of volcanic origin, with a steep, conical or pyramidal summit, etc. 
Distance 20, a person who is a member of the royal family of England, and is the eldest son of the present king, George III, a person who is a member of a group of people who are not married to each other, a group of people who are united by a common interest or purpose, a small, thin, cylindrical, hollow, metallic, or non-metallic, usually tubular, structure, usually made of metal, to put in a hole, a small, round, hard, black, shiny, and smooth body, which is found in the head of the muscle, a large, round, flat, and usually smooth stone, used for striking or knocking, a small, round, hard, brownish-black insect, found in the bark of trees, and having a very short proboscis, and a pair of wings, a large, heavy, and clumsy person, to be in a state of frenzy or frenzy-like excitement, a person who is a member of the Communist Party of China, etc. At distances 50 and 100, we see a similar mix of definitions, very similar to what we saw with the original definition prompt. At distance 500, a lot of the semantic richness has fallen away. Definitions like, a person who is a member of a particular group or class of people, now make up about half of the outputs. To be in a state of being, and, to be, or, to exist, are again common, to make a hole in, shows up a few times. At distance 1000, more than half of the definitions begin, a person who is a member of. At distance 5000, it's over two-thirds and at distance 10,000 it's over three-quarters. Almost all of the other definitions are some form of, to be, or, to be in a state of. The group membership tends to involve something generic, for example, a particular group or class of people, or, a group of people who share a common interest or activity, although we occasionally see other more specific, and familiar, contexts, for example members of royal families or the clergy. Subheading according to the Oxford English Dictionary. With this prompt. There's a code block here in the text. We see very similar results to the last prompt. One noticeable difference is at distance 0.1 where 95% of outputs are, to be, or, to have rather than, to be, or, to become. This is gradually replaced by, to be, or, to exist as we approach 0.75. From that point on, with some minor shifts of emphasis, the outputs are pretty much the same as what we've seen with the previous prompt. Group membership starts to become a noticeable thing around distance 1 to 2, along with states of being, holes, small or flat around, pointy things, pieces of cloth, etc. In the 5 to 10 region we start to see religious orders, power relations, social hierarchies and bizarre hyperspecific definitions like, a small, soft, and velvety fur of a light brownish-yellow color with a silky luster, and a very fine texture, and is obtained from the fur of the European hedgehog. Venturing out to distances of 5,000 and 10,000, we see lists of definition outputs entirely indistinguishable than those seen for the last prompt. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on December 14, 2023. The original text contained one footnote which was omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.i.s.